Welcome to Mining the Truth with Ray Sturdivant. Today we will continue our series on the end times prophecy. Listen in as Ray begins to unfold the truth. Hi, I'm Ray Sturdivant. We're studying the end times, and today we'll see that Muhammad unified the seed of flesh. You know, until Muhammad, the descendants of Ishmael and Esau had nothing to unify them. Before Muhammad came on the scene in Mecca in the 7th century AD, the regions inhabited by the descendants of Ishmael and Esau were practicing different religions and were mainly divided along tribal lines. They were constantly fighting and stealing from each other and were involved in a wide variety of pagan deities. At the time, it's estimated that there were over 360 idols that the Arabs worshipped. Serge Trakovic in The Sword of the Prophet words it this way on page 15. Needless to say, there was no such thing as an Arab nation before Muhammad, either in the sense of a centralized political structure or the shared ideals, collective memories, and cultural traits. Only after the rise of Islam and the emergence of the Arabian Muslims as the founders of a mighty empire, the name Arab came to be used by those Muslims themselves and by the nations encountering them to describe all people of Arabian origin. There was no nation but a complex mosaic of warring or cooperating tribes of shifting allegiances and broken coalitions. The Arabs also did not have a language to unite them until the Lakhmids developed a language right before Muhammad's time. They were the ancestors or a group of Arabs from the same region that today we call Jordan. The Romans entrusted them to maintain order in the Syrian desert around the 3rd century. They left the legacy of the adoption of Arabic as their official language along with a complete written form of Arabic. The language was widely used throughout the Middle East and afterwards became the common language used by the group of people that would become what is today called Arab. With a language in place, Muhammad started a religious movement that eventually unified the seed of flesh. Muhammad was born in Mecca in 570 and lived until his death in Medina in June of 632. Muhammad is the founder of the religion of Islam and is regarded by Muslims as the last and greatest of a series of prophets. This is taught in the Quran. And know, O believers, that Muhammad is not the father of any one of your men, but is God's apostle and the seal of all prophets. And God has indeed fulfilled knowledge of everything. Quran, Surah 2, 127. The Quran is considered by Islam to be the words of Allah as given to Muhammad by the angel Gabriel. Muslims do acknowledge the whole Bible, including the New Testament, but believe it has been corrupted by Jews and Christians over the centuries and that the Quran is the latest revealed truth from Allah. But Islam has other teachings as well in their tradition. Sunnas, which mean a clear or well-trodden path, are a record of Muhammad's sayings and teachings and customs. Surahs are a biography of Muhammad. The most important Sunnas or Hadith, and Hadith are the oral traditions handed down from Muhammad to his followers. Hadith are critical to understanding the Quran. Through these written and oral traditions, Islam is united under the spiritual heritage of Muhammad, who he claims is a descendant of Ishmael. I'm Ray Sturdivant, Mining the Truth. Thanks for listening to Mining the Truth with Ray Sturdivant. If you have questions or comments about the show, visit us online at miningthetruth.com. Thanks again for listening, and join us tomorrow as we continue to uncover hidden treasure.